Oh, hello. Welcome back to Deep and Manning Fells with Furzy. Thanks for joining me. This is episode five. Going to start by reading you a little comment from the last episode. This one comes from Jules on iTunes. And she said, this makes me very happy, Mark Furz. Well done, my brother. Thanks, Jules. Makes me very happy too. If you listen on iTunes, you can leave a rating or review if you feel so inclined. You can also hit me up on Instagram at the Mark Furs, and I'll get back to you. Now, there are three things that I love in life. Winding up other people's children, a wagging tail, and a good deep chat. And I've got a real deep chat for you in this one. Real deep into the mind, into the brain. I'm talking with my friend Angela, who was our upstairs neighbour in Los Angeles. Now, Angela's a bit of a stoner. She describes herself as a functional pothead, but for very good reason, because she needs to remain as low stress as possible because her brain kind of exploded. She had five brain aneurysms. One of them popped. She's had multiple brain surgeries and survived. It's, it's bananas. She's an incredibly compassionate person. She's an animal lover. And she's one of those people that just has too much energy. She's always a crack up to talk to. She's just hilarious. She's got such a wonderful outlook on life, especially after what she's been through. And I hope you get something from this conversation, because I certainly did. So now here is Angela Ronaldo. Okay, tell me if I'm too loud or too soft. You might need to be kind of closer to it. Okay, so that was on purpose. I hear myself. Yeah. Is that that, that all right? I see what you're saying now, yes. (laughs) So you can get to hear the the beautiful dulcet tones of your own voice. Jesus Christ, my least favorite sound. (laughs) It is weird, isn't it? Yeah, a tool I use the most. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to do this, okay? You hit it. A little action here. Get in there. You got to do your process. Later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever your process is, get this it done. Is my, this is my process for life, not yeah. just podcasts. How, so how long have you been smoking weed? I was, I didn't have my license yet. So a lifetime ago, my right. driver's license. Because... I didn't get my driver's license right away because I was smoking weed. Right. <laughs> Mom found out. So. Oh, so you got in trouble. Oh, yeah. I was in trouble. Right, right. Mm-hmm. They tried to, you know, control me. And I was like, I can't be controlled, especially with this. I can't be controlled, motherfucker. I was a good kid, though. Right. Weed, weed was the worst of it. Okay. Well, look, if, they, if weed's the worst thing you're doing, you're doing pretty good. You know, except for that acid trip on my first day of my senior year. But Yeah, that's a whole different story. That's, a whole, that's when I got my license taken away. Yeah, okay. I finally got it, and it got taken away. That was the that was the, the tipping point. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't help that my little brother stole. I don't condone drugs. Drugs are bad. Don't do drugs. But if you do, make sure your little brother isn't around to steal some of it. Take it. Go home, hallucinate, give your parents a heart attack so that they show up at the party you're at. Oh, shit. Grab you by the hair and pull you out in front of everyone. What did he, what did he have? Acid. He had acid. We had acid tabs. How old was he? 13. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's that's bad. My mom came home. I didn't know he took, like, me and my friends were in the car. We're like, we're going to do it. Let me just drop my brother off real quick. Yeah. I shouldn't have talked about it in front of him, but, like, we, I could trust the kid. We were we were close. He was 14. Because I was. Okay. So he was, he'd gone through puberty. He wasn't, like, pre-puberty. Kind of, yeah. He was, well, he was, he was experiencing it. He was a young teenager. And he, yeah, he is the party animal of the family, so. Yeah. It might be my fault. Not really. I think it was in him. And he saw an opportunity, took a tab, not knowing what it was going to do to him, went home, 
dropped him off, went to a party, went about my business. Oh my God, the bushes are smiling kind of stuff, you yeah. know, yeah. rainbows. And my mom came home from work and my brother was nowhere to be found, but the refrigerator door was cracked open about an inch mm. and she opened it and he was in there. He was in the fridge. Yeah. It was a hot day. Oh, and that's Jesus. how he cooled off. She said, I should have known when I saw the milk and orange juice on the floor when I walked in. Didn't know where your brother was. He was in the fridge. And so she was like, where's your sister? And they found me. And I'll never forget, we were sitting inside someone's house and we hear, like a car coming on the corner. And we're like, oh my God, we're going to get shot. Yeah, right. But it's kids not. in the valley shoot at each other, apparently. Right. That's another podcast. But, um, but it was mom. It was mom. And she Furious. walked in that house like she owned it and she grabbed me by my hair. Wow. How old were you? I was like, your eyes are falling out of your face, mom. Stop it. <laughs> like I was hallucinating. Oh my God. The Black Hole Sun video from Soundgarden had just come out. Do you remember that video? I don't think I've seen it. See it. Yeah. And anyone listening. I've heard the song a thousand they, times. The, their faces kind of melt and their eyes okay. get like real big. And I was like, mom, your eyes. And she's like, stop it. My eyes are How old were you? Out. It was my senior year of high school, my first okay. day of my senior year. So we got through the school day and we're like, we're going to do acid after school. Okay, so you, what's that, so Obviously someone else's idea because I was like a skipper doll growing up. I was over here like, well, I don't, I don't touch my boob. I don't do that. Like I was not, <laughs> I was not like my friends. Right. No offense. So you were, you were, you were led astray. Yeah. yeah. This particular day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you, yeah, you're right. So but you're right. I'm kind of the gangster because I was the one who got the tabs. I was like, I know someone who can get us that. Like right. I didn't do the shit, but I knew the shit okay so. you gangster i was kind of the gangster yeah yeah, yeah. kind of so d- your brother recovered <clears throat> he's okay you know right, he right. he's alive it didn't break his it didn't break his entire Might have mind. broke his brain you know but <laughs> oh, he's okay it's funny i did i was chatting to a friend a, a couple of days ago about mm-hmm. did a whole podcast about psychedelics and talking about set and setting and, and have you dabbled oh yeah i feel a, like you a, have a like yeah yeah when you yeah. moved away and inherited some of your art you did yeah. something with the art that I now have. Yeah, yeah mostly you. mushrooms is what, yeah. is what I, I've never done acid. I, it blows my mind that that kind of stuff is like passing in law right now where they're it's like, incredible. it's legal. Yeah, it's huge. I didn't expect mushrooms to come out of this. Yeah, yeah. It's And, and, the, and, the, and the, pr- the problem is that there's such a negative stigma around it is because we can't, because we haven't tested it, because it's not legal. So I'm pretty can't. sure there's a fucked up monkey somewhere though that they know exactly what happens, <laughs> but they can't admit well, you it. You do mushrooms all the time. <laughs> like, well, just... I mean, you know, animal testing and all that. Like... Oh yeah, oh no, I see what you mean. Yeah, so there's some poor monkey in a lab yeah. who's just getting dosed. I mean, with they know shrooms. exactly what's going on. Those monkeys are fine. So. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The people will be fine too. The people will be fine. Yeah. I mean, people. Here's the other thing. It's not like making them illegal has stopped people doing them. Yeah. We can, get mush- we can get mushrooms. We can get heroin right now if we yeah, wanted. totally. I know a guy. I don't want to do it. I know a guy. <laughs> yeah. Same guy from the acid in, yeah. in 94. Yeah, yeah right, right. He's still in the business. Yeah. yeah. You know what's funny? <clears throat> you know that website, LinkedIn? Yeah. I know you've left the country, but I yeah, imagine I it, it, crosses, been... it crosses lines, oceans. Yeah. The internet LinkedIn knows no bounds. does this thing where it's kind of like the Facebook for like your career. Right. You know what I mean? Your social media for your career. And then one day... LinkedIn did this thing where if you, it was confusing as to, do you want to do this? Yes or no? And I think it was like, yes. And so it invited everyone in my entire address book, phone, everything. To LinkedIn. From all walks of life. So the guy I got the acid from now knows that I work and he's friends with me and right next to him is the CEO of my company. Like I'm like, and my mom and my uncle and my godfather and a guy I slept with and a guy I'm sleeping with, a guy I want to sleep with, a guy I want, like they're all there in our careers, all in one place. Like. Wow. Don't click yes. Yeah, nothing. Read the small print, people. LinkedIn will expose. I just you. deleted it. I don't have a LinkedIn or a career because of 
<laughs> because yeah. of both. I'm yeah. just under the under yeah. the radar. Yeah, I I see. I, yeah, I never come to LinkedIn. I'm always like, get don't. Out. I always get things like from people from. It'll find yeah. your ex something like, from like Angela Ronaldo wants to add you on LinkedIn. Yeah, no, you like, won't. Oh. If that happened, you've been you know hacked. You've been duped. Fact. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of of mushrooms and, and weed and stuff. Yeah. Has it mushrooms? I did once. The end okay. of that senior year, yeah. I went out with the Mushroom Bang at Disneyland. That was good. Oh, nice. But I, yeah, I just danced the whole night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Like cool. Mushrooms made me dance. Wow. Yeah, well, they, they do give you energy. They make you kind of sleepy, yeah. but they also give you energy. Oh, I slept on the bus on the way back drooling. Yeah, yeah, great. So that happened. You were done. Done. Yeah. yeah. That was a one and done, though. Yeah. But there's a connection right now mm-hmm. for you with weed and your injury. Is that correct? I mean, I need to stay stress-free. Yeah. Weed makes me stress-free. Yeah. The end. Yeah. It's that yeah. simple. Well, there's probably, I mean, we should probably backtrack. Yeah, yeah, what, definitely. So if anyone doesn't know, what, talk, talk us, walk me through what happened to you and your mom. I, <clears throat> I was at home one day, just afternoon, just like this, getting ready to go out to a birthday dinner, doing some chin-ups, got dressed. My, sh- my shirt was short. Thought, I'm going to make the abs pop tonight. Did mm. a couple reverse, like, just, you know bring your legs up to your chest, pull out a couple head, or what do you call them, Mm chin-ups. I had done six chin-ups. I did seven chin-ups. I just wanted to do one more chin-up. That one more chin-up caused a ruptured aneurysm on my brain that I didn't know I had. Fast forward to... So hang on, what what is what is that? What's an aneurysm? I, I had no idea at the time. Um, I had just gone to a funeral of a friend who died of a brain aneurysm. And I was like, what the hell oh, is wow. a brain aneurysm? Someone else I knew earlier that year died of an aneurysm. I tweeted on my Twitter, and why Yankee girl? Uh, <laughs> what the hell is an aneurysm? And why does it keep killing so many of my friends? And then six weeks later, I'm doing chin-ups in my little zone, having a beer, getting ready to get an Uber to my friend's party. Yeah. And... I feel this. I thought I was shot. I called my father and was like, Dad, I think I was shot. That's what it felt like. That's what I said. I thought happened to me. Like a smack. A smack. Hit upside the head with a bat. Um, While doing the chin up though. And it was, there was definitely a sense of it in my head. Not, it wasn't outside of my body. This Mm. was in. Internal. Yes. When your ears pop, when you get on an airplane, I know you know that feeling. Mm -hmm. There was something like that that occurred in the back of my head that it was like a crackle. Uh, like, you know, when your ears pop and it kind of makes that, there's a sound to mm-hmm. it. There was it's like, something. like when you've got like earwax or something and it kind of pops out. But it's I like mean, the... no, I don't know. I, you know, there's a thing called Q-tips. I'm going <laughs> to send you home with some. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, help, you'll help my ear. I got help. you, you know. Yeah. I think it'll solve that. Yeah. Snap, crackle, and pop That's in there. That's a problem. Yeah. I'm glad it's not an aneurysm. It's just no, earwax. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it was something like that followed by pain. And what the pain was, and basically what an aneurysm is, is a weak. Imagine a blowing bubbles with bubble gum, first of all. Mm. Same exact. That's how it forms. But you know, if you had ever had that uh, bulge on the side of a tire, when you yeah. get a flat tire, but it's not flat yet, it's just like a knot. It looks like a ball of air. Mm-hmm. What happened there is a little bit of the rubber of the tire ripped on the inside and the pressure is kind of bulging it out. Same thing happens on your arteries. It's weak tissue. It was ballooning for however long. And the chin-up was the final straw of my blood pumping fast enough within the same way you blow air into a bubble with your bubble gum. Blood Mm -hmm. is going into that on an artery on my brain. And that final chin-up popped it. Popped it. 
and the pain wow. so initially. So it's literally a popped artery on your brain. Popped artery on my brain. It wow. could happen anywhere in your body. I've learned too. This is something I didn't realize till after the fact. It's all. I'm like, I if I had these on my head, I can have them anywhere. You can have a ruptured aneurysm anywhere, but where where's the focus of trauma for me? Stress, hypertension. I live in my head about things. You know what I mean. When you think about something that pisses you off, it physically affects you. Absolutely. When you think about things that make you happy, it physically affects you. Mm-hmm. I was having a rough time for a while there, and it caught up with me. So, mm. weed. Weed. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So that's... It takes that's, the edge off no matter what. Yeah. Well, you're one of those people, and I'm sure other people have told you this, but... Functional how, pothead. Well, I wasn't going to say that, but, oh. but yeah, you are. But what I was going to say is you're one of those people who... You, like I, I don't jump out of bed, and I can't be like. There's times it takes me a bit to kind of get going, and you know, yeah, I'm, I'm. You seem to be whatever the, your life force is that's that is that is keeping you alive. Is, yeah, is burning real hot. There's definitely an energy there that is not in most and all facets of where energy comes from, whether yeah. it's my spirit or my physical. Like, yeah, I come hard with yeah. the energy. Yeah, man. Totally. And for that reason, I've learned not to smoke sativas because now I'm like. I, equivalent to like a cokehead. What can I uh, yeah, all the right. thoughts and all the things? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. So that, that just pumps you up. Do you drink the, coffee? No, I do, but like when I feel a little tired or I need yeah, to right. fuck. Coffee is the new like Adderall coffee. and the new Ritalin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's for the well, it was actually it was the old one. It was yeah. a, it was the OG. And yeah. Then... <laughs> it was. And then people figured out some shit. Yeah. And you know what? I have a sensitive I'm not trying to have one of these things again. Yeah. So I don't want to do anything that can promote a, a growth of a bubble in the first place. Sure. They call them berries, you know, aneurys- aneurysms, bulges. The wild thing is, <clears throat> pardon me, there's that cotton mouth I was trying to avoid. <laughs> um, where was I going with this? Aneurysms and bubbles and berries. And you don't. Oh, the crazy thing, how they fixed it. Yeah. So I wake up. Yeah, what are, yeah we, fast we missed it. I call what my dad, my, my, my head, I feel this pop in the back of my head. It feels like my ears popped, but it's not my ears. It was deep. Imagine like behind your eyes, behind your nose, not the not the light bulb part of your head, but just underneath that where your neck is becoming that your right, dome of your head. Where your in skull, there. your joins with yeah, your vertebrae. Exactly. Exactly there okay. on my basilar tip. That popped. It didn't hurt that much at first. It was jarring. It was shocking what I was experiencing. The pain came when with each beat of my heart, when your heart beats, boom, 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 boom. The first boom pushes the blood out in your body. The second one is pulling it back. Mm-hmm. So with each boom, 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 blood is escaping this rupture on my brain, pooling on my brain inside my skull where there's only so much room for extra shit. Yeah, right. And so that's where the pain came from. And that's why the longer you go like that with a open bleed, and it can happen in you in your body, like that internal bleeding, like it can happen on your heart, heart attack. Like these, these arteries can rupture anywhere. For me, my head... And now there's brain, your brain is the organ that's going to be affected. So brain damage, you got to get in there fast because brain damage can kick in. And that causes a whole, now you don't know how to walk, talk, yeah, speak. Yeah. You don't even know language. You don't even know how to move your mouth. You have to make the connections to get the muscles on check. Well, so you're, you're, you're on a time crunch if that stuff. But I didn't it's... even know that's what happened to me. So I have this headache. Now I start, I call my dad, dad, I don't know what's going on. My head, my head. It feels like I've been Were shot. Were you terrified? Not yet. The crazy part was when I guess I looked, you didn't know you, what had happened. I just knew it was a really, really bad headache. Horrible headache. Tolerable. It wasn't tolerable, but I just walked. I walked to my neighbor's house and said, something's wrong. And they were telling me, you're having a panic attack. Calm down. Calm down. And I don't remember Shit. doing anything that, that was crazy. So him telling me to calm down, calm down was like, what am I doing? Like, 
I just had my hands over my eyes because the light is what hurt. Mm. Your pupils shoot to their maximum. They wa- they open wide. Wow. My entire eye was pupil. Dilated. Completely. Dilated completely. So any that means you have a big gaping hole in your eye letting light in. So any tiny little bit of light was like a pin going into my head. Wow. And on top of that, vomiting, 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 and oh, sweating. Shit. I couldn't stop. I was vomiting like there was nothing left. It was like my body was squeezing out. It was crazy. Yeah. And that was the brain injury. My brain was now being affected by the pressure of the blood and it was starting to pop things off. And I started vomiting. And by that time, my dad's pulling up and throwing me in the car. I'm getting to Providence St. Joseph's shout. Yeah. They saved my life. Dr. Teitelbaum. Um, same people who treated Luke Perry. Oh, same wow. hospital, same unit. Yeah, he, right. you know, his. What, what happened to him? He had a stroke okay. and they're not saying too much about it, but I, an aneurysm is a form of a stroke. Right. So like I had a rupture on my brain. That was my stroke. He had, you know, some blood didn't get where it needed to go on his brain and yeah, he right. suffered so non-recovering, kind of, you know, mm. what do you call that? Coma. Yeah. So kind of the opposite almost. Yeah. Like he, I don't think there was a bleed, but like, what do we know? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But, um, okay. So your, your dad turns I, up. I get to the hospital. They have me waiting an hour. I'm outside. Waiting an hour? An hour. I have a headache, you know? And I'm kind of, I guess, I'm, I remember that gangster I was earlier? Yeah. I'm still that gangster when I, my brain is bleeding because I just <laughs> apparently had my shit together. Just and, chilling And I was in the outside just vomiting and holding my head. Some guy's um, coming in with a sore arm. So point, I'll wait. Yeah, All right. right. Just got a bit of blood on my mind. Yeah. You, you go first, bro. Yeah, right? I'm so sorry you cut yourself, like, cutting up an apple, dick. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what finally I think got me in there is I started complaining of lower back pain. Get this. This is the mind-blowing, pun intended, part. Mm-hmm. I started complaining about my lower back hurting. And they were like, lower back? And where? Right here? My spine? Yes. Get her in. We got to do a CAT scan. So I got in, got the CAT scan. They see the blood on my brain being rushed off into brain surgery. Now rewind. Later on, in, after all this happened and I'm better, I'm like, what was that about? The back pain? Why did I have back pain? And why did that get me in faster? Yeah. Your, my spine, if you're healthy enough, the human body is fucking miraculous. Yeah. Because what it did is there's these little highways of things in your spine where serotonin lives and all that kind of stuff. Nerves are in there. The blood that was pooling in the back of my head started getting pulled down through my spine and pooling in my lower back, like oh, wow. above my tailbone in there. Oh wow! So your body was just filling up with blood. Not it wasn't. It wasn't filling up with blood, but you don't have a lot of room for anything on your brain extra. Like your brain, there's stuff in there in case your brain. You have a concussion, which I've had two of, which we've learned might had something to do with the soft tissue damage I had in the back of my head in the first place. In order for it to balloon Mm -hmm. on top of high blood pressure, so now imagine squeezing a hose in the yard. You know how it like backs Mm -hmm. up with water. Like if I don't take my medicine, my veins get like that bold, like like little pressure. So I take a medication every day that opens up all those arteries, like adding lanes to the freeway of the 405, and my blood flows better. Mm -hmm. So circumstances can, like, I was just in the hospital two weeks ago with a migraine because I ran out of my medication for, I went four or five days without it. Oh, really? And my veins probably got real tight, my blood pressure got real high, and I got a fucking horrible migraine that had me throwing up right right here where we're sitting. And same symptoms as the aneurysm. My doctor's like, get get your ass over here. Let me look at you. you freak out? Not really. My parents were freaking out. We can't do this again. I was like, Jesus, note to self, call someone else next time. I would have called you guys, but you moved away. Yeah, hey, look, it'll take, yeah. I'll be there in 16 hours, Ange. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. That flight is crazy too, over water the whole time, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, God. Yeah, well, just, you're asleep. 
Or drunk. I'm going to have to be tranquilized if I yeah. go out there. It'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. I'll be fine. You'll be fine. But it, then I woke up. They saved me. And, and the crazy part is they didn't go through my skull, which is called a craniotomy. They went through my... That doesn't my, sound good at all. Yeah, I didn't have... They basically just, just saw a square and remove your skull and there's oh. exposed brain and there's no blood. It's crazy. There's no blood. They just yank that little chunk of skull off. They take, take it off and you can see like the damage. Like a little trap door. Yeah. Just like so what did Christmas. they? So they didn't do that to you. They did not do that to me. What did they do? They, you know what? I even have audio of the surgeon telling my parents like that I have a 40 percent chance of survival, and then another video or audio of him saying she made it, but now she has a forty percent chance of having the life she lived before. And I'm like, oh wow, which is a scary thing to hear. Less than half of a chance of coming back to the life I led before because mm-hmm. they didn't know how much brain damage I had. So waking me up from the surgery was like. How much brain damage does she have? Yeah. None. Cotton mouth, but that's going to be a permanent problem for me, I hey, assure listen, you. listen, take the cotton mouth cotton, every day. That was the tube down my throat. Yeah. I had double vision, though, where the rupture happened, and, and because of, of the stroke stuff, what it did to my brain, I guess it knocked one of my eyes ever so, ever so off. Mm-hmm. Even the, like, cross your eyes right now. You see, everyone listening to, cross your eyes. You see two of everything. Yeah. I saw like that. For three goddamn months, bro. Oh, wow. Like. Your perspective was So I had to wear an eye. Like they, both eyes, they worked just fine. But when you knock one just a little bit off, they work individually. They're no longer working together. Yeah. So there was two. Well, that'll make you sick in itself. I had to wear an eye patch all the time. And then I got real good at just being like a pirate, like winking and like. (laughs) But I couldn't drive. I couldn't go anywhere. So I was like this hostage to myself. A hostage like pirate. I felt fine. I'm finally released from the hospital after all the three weeks in the ICU. Because you have you have strokes as a result of the so since they didn't go through my head, I keep getting off track. This is really good weed. Um, <laughs> they didn't go through my head, so they went through my what do they call is a uh, what do they call it? I know Embolization. Exact- okay. They go through my femoral artery in my hip, and they go all the way up. So yes, they make they put a catheter, they cut through my skin, they cut into the artery. Your arteries there are as big as a finger. They, so, the, so they put something in your artery, in your hip. They put a tube through. And the tube goes all the way up from your hip, up through oh, your body, yes. into your brain. And before they do this, I have four IVs, my wrists up by my you know elbow area. Yeah. And they're putting contrast dye into my veins. Now what that does is now I'm wheeled under this machine. And they make what's called roadmaps of my artery path. And so now he's just driving this little tube. It's like a video game, like oh. wormhole, we'll call it. <laughs> Dr. Wormhole. <laughs> Dr. Wormhole. <laughs> <laughs> and he just slowly, and he has to like navigate the turn of the thing and try not to hit the sides of my arteries. So Sometimes like, like, they bump. Like operation. Yes. But in real life with Dr. Wormhole. And I'm that weird red nosed thing laying on the table, man. So I want to, I, I, who was the first guy to give that a go? You know what? I, you know I, what? Let's just try. Let's just go in through the hip and we'll just play a little bit of wormhole yeah. and get up there to the Wormhole. Mind. Yeah. It's, if, if this was 15 years ago, I would have had to have my skull cracked into. But, but no. now, and going through the hip, they can go in sometimes through the nose or the neck. But. Okay. So, so, so getting up, what was the, what do they do once they're up there? Once they're up there, the best way I can describe what they do. So picture you guys, an artery, just, you know, a tunnel and imagine a berry coming off of it. You've seen aneurysms. If you haven't Google it, you've got a device in your hand right now. Google aneurysm. Okay. Coiling. And you'll see a bubble coming off my artery. Now they push that tube all the way up from my hip 
you know, through my, behind my heart, along my lung, where you feel your pulse in your neck, like mm-hmm. behind there. So if you put your two fingers on your pulse, where the tips of your fingers are, even behind that, there's a giant artery. It's right. as wide as your finger. Wow. Um, it pushes through there. And then they got to kind of, you know how you take certain freeways to get certain places mm-hmm. in, in, a, in California yeah. or Australia? He's got to take the right highways to get to where the bleeding is. It so now it's like exit at, you know, basal <laughs> or tip and hang a left at her MCA <laughs> artery. Like, did you ever see the magic school bus? Yeah, pretty. I mean, <laughs> there is like one that. where they go in the blood. Yes. You loved that. Yeah, that's what happened. It. Don't take a wrong turn. Right. I, they were in me. Yeah. <laughs> they were in you. So magic school bus. Yes. That's yeah. what happened to me. Yeah. And what they basically do is the tube gets to the ruptured spot and there's a long, Imagine a piece of dental floss when you pull it out the old school way before they had those little swords, which mm. were my jam. Yeah, dental floss best. swords are the only way to go. Absolutely. And you got to get the ones with the wax string because the string strings too much and like oh, yeah, it's, no, no, it's yeah. you'll bleed. Yeah. But anyway, moving yeah. on. It looks like a long piece of dental floss, but it's made of platinum. It's a platinum wire that can be in a moist body and not rust. And so it's like very so it's, durable. So it's, so it's fancy. It looks like metal string. Yeah. I actually have some here. I'll show you when we're done. <laughs> And they, gave, they gave me a coil. Right, and they basically, it's like, imagine if like that whole wormhole thing, it's got to crawl all the way. Like if a snake were to get all the way up, they snake this thing all the way up. Yeah. Now, once it gets to the, the site of the, the bulge, it ha- luckily my bulges didn't tear apart and are just pouring blood. Yeah. They tore. Just like if you have a flat tire, you have a flat tire, but you can still drive on it for a while. It's yeah. still, it's just a tear in it. So I had a tear that was bleeding out. They, now imagine you take a shot glass. And you take some silly string. You know what that is? Mm-hmm. That's it's little, yeah, that, yeah. Like, yeah. It's great fun. Yeah. Imagine spraying that silly string into the shot glass and how that would kind of ball up and fill. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they do. They fill the aneurysm with this long string of platinum wire called a coil. And it balls in there like a ball of yarn. And then they give me medicine that'll coagulate and clot it. And it basically forms a solid mass inside the, the bulge. And, and kind of clogs the hole. Clogs the hole. And if if the neck of it, and I, I ended up having four aneurysms on my brain. One ruptured. There were several that didn't. So I had to go back for a total of five brain surgeries to rupt, to coil, and in some cases stent these bulges on my brain so that they wouldn't pop and rupture and almost kill me in my future. So that, so that one incident was because the aneurysm ruptured? Ruptured. So you had other yes. ones that were obviously the bubble could have burst. Yes. And one of them was very scary looking to the, my doctor to the point that after this particular surgery, he let me recover for a couple of days and went back in to fix another one oh. that would have ruptured very soon because of the trauma of everything I was going through apparently. Mm-hmm. So I had another brain surgery a couple of days later with the same exact protocol, but each one of these bulges had their own, you know, personality. Yeah. Some of them had a wide neck. So where the if you have a wide neck of something, think about it. Like, the, the stuff that they stuff in there could fall out. Yep. So the way that they keep that in there is they put a stent in the artery. And what a stent is, it looks like basically a chain link fence. Imagine if you build a chain link fence around a flower in a circle. Yep. It's just a flat spring. It kind of looks like those. Like a pen spring. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pen spring. And that flattens and it gets pushed. It's snaked all the way up there with yep. those tools. And it kind of jams it, everything it, in there. It, it puffs out. And yeah. that basically is a fence that keeps the coil up in the bulge and it it clots and it hardens and no longer an issue and wow. now i just have to make sure i don't grow new ones and we yep. got to do scans on my brain every 
no more than two years and down with aneurysms. But yeah. if I have them, I know what to do. Wow. Five brain surgeries. Was, by the time I was going into the third one, Mark, dude, I was rolling in there like, hey, Patty, hey. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? We're really doing this again. Good mice with the brain yeah, in- injury totally. crew. Totally. I was like friends with neurosurgeons. It was awesome. I try yes. to fight the anesthesia. You can't. You don't win. <laughs> you don't win that game. Yeah, You'd be right. like, come backwards for me. I'm like, I'm not doing it. I am not going to... <laughs> And then you just sleep. Oh wait, it's over. Shit. Are you just because obviously I've never, I've never had, I've never been, I've never broken a bone. I've never been knock on wood. I've never. Yeah, I've never broke a bone. Broken I've never my been head. Put under stitches. You've never had surgery of any nah, kind. Yeah. No. Nah. It's just, it sucks. But it's like it's one of those things. There's things we have to do that we don't want to do. Oh, for sure. I mean, what are you, you going to do? I don't want to like, pick up. I don't want my life to revolve around picking up my dog's deuce before I do anything with my day. I don't want to yeah. do that, but I do it because it's the right thing to do. <laughs> if you're an owner, animal owner who yeah. doesn't screw you, yeah. you're the worst kind of person. Yeah, she's a, she's a, she's a big dog too. You she know? is a big dog, it's man. As long as you need two hands. I do, you know, I got long fingers. Yeah. So it's, anyway. so, but I, we do things we don't want to do. Yeah. I don't want to go, do, go through all these surgeries. I don't want to, you know, go to the dentist, although I've never had cavities, so it's been easy. Well, see, but, my dad is a, was a dentist and he just see, retired. Oh, yeah. But I don't want to go now because I can't go to dad. <laughs> but you know, you, you need that, you know, that I'm good smile, man. I'm just brushing furiously to it's try It's your and, business. Yeah. Your smell's your business. Don't yeah. fuck with business. Okay? <laughs> don't fuck with, don't fuck with your business. Now you're fucking with Laurel's business. I don't like it. Yeah, that's you keep true. them pearly whites. That's true. Yeah. Okay. But, so, so your, so what's your maintenance? You have some, some um, medication that clears your arteries. I am like the old men in the heart attack commercials who takes a Bayer every day because yep. I need to keep my blood a little bit thin. Right. Because for them, their blood is running through possibly clogged arteries, and you could buy more time and all that kind of stuff with the Bayer. For me, I got to keep my blood a little thin because it's flowing through metal on my brain. Mm-hmm. Your body naturally wants to attack a foreign object. Yeah. Much like if someone came up in here, yeah, they would be attacked. Yeah. Hey, beat it, chump. Get out of here, sir. Yeah. And that's sir. how that works. So polite to an intruder. Yeah, right. Get out of here, sir. Sir, no, not today. Okay, so. So, so that, that that is, I take a Bayer, yep. a low-dose aspirin, basically. And okay. a, so, and that thins your blood? It thins my blood just enough yep. for it to flow through these metal implants that are in four places on my head. Wow. Okay. And and, and no, I won't set any freaking metal detectors off. It's the dumbest thing you could say. They're so small. Everyone okay. has the same thing to say. Yeah. Oh, you're going to set the... No, I'm not. Nah. It's very small. Yeah, it's not... You're not like... But it's ro- crazy. You're like, like Robocop. It's right behind, like, looking at your eyes. Like, my injury's right behind there. Right. Like, my optical nerves were affected by the rupture. So, like, if you were to rip your our eyeballs out of our head right now and there's all those veins hanging off of it and things... Mm. Where all that meets arteries on your brain, that's where this happened. So, like. It's amazing you kept your vision. Like, I, they were telling me, like, it should correct itself. And I was like, what the the fuck do you mean it should? That's pretty ambiguous, Dr. Wormhole. Right, Dr. Wormhole. I'm going to need you to do better than that. Yeah. Get back in there. Undo, like, kick it back straight. I don't, because you couldn't tell looking at me. Right. Like, my eyes were fine. Enough for your, for your focal point to be screwed up. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So then the other crazy part of all this was the the strokes that happen as a result of the blood on my brain. So the reason I feel fine. You wake up feeling like I could go walk my dog. I could you wake up feeling fine. You're like, I did not have brain surgery. I feel fine. Yeah. But then you feel crummy because A, they have you on morphine the whole time because you need to be as dumbed down as possible. Right. Soft tissue on my brain was just operated on, much like if I had 
my arm operated on, you shouldn't move your arm too much. Mm -hmm. Your brain works not by moving, but by working. So Mm. just getting up and grabbing the remote and engaging and talking to people and wanting to do stuff was too Too, much. Too much stimulation. Exactly. Every time somebody visited me, my like heart rate would go up. Uh. Like it didn't help when I had a hot nurse named Jared on Christmas Eve. Jesus Christ. That guy was so, (laughs) my dad wouldn't leave the room because my blood pressure kept going up every time the guy came in. My dad's like, I'm not. I was like, you know what, dad? Like, Listen, Jared, we need need some Else. I was like, Dad, maybe the blood pressure's up because of you. Yeah. We get an uh, old lady nurse in here. Oh, there are plenty of old lady nurses. Jared was, he walked in on Christmas Eve. The nurse's schedule is from 7 to 7 and from 7 to 7. 7 right. a.m. to 7 p.m. Yeah. At 6.30, they hand off. And 7 to 7 a.m. And Christmas freaking Eve. I had just come out of my second brain surgery because there was that other scary one. Yeah. They had to fix. This man comes in with these muscles and he's like, oh, I'm Jared. <laughs> I was like... There is a Santa Claus. He sounds very sexy. My dad was like, oh, I think I'm going to stay here tonight because the thing is beeping. My blood pressure's up. Yeah, and yeah. He ended up being a really nice guy. I got over it as soon as he had to, like, test my my urine for, like, he basically, my, my I had a catheter. Oh, great. They, you can't move. They don't want me getting up and doing anything. So, okay. like, I went to get up and they were like, don't get up. And I was like, what's this thing pulling? What the? Oh, what? Yeah. What? It's something. I didn't know that was there. Yeah. Of, like, I went to walk and, like. Like, I didn't no, realize no, the uh, severity of what I had just been through. Yeah, right. And I guess it's kind of a good thing because because as you're saying, if you're too stressed out, that's going to well, make put, it worse. Well, they put like Luke Luke Perry was in a coma on on purpose. The stimulation and stuff, it's a brain injury. Yeah, like yeah. I have a brain injury and they had no idea how bad yet. Yeah. But what happens is the blood that that leaked onto my brain from the rupture causes problems. Mm-hmm. And that for that reason, even though I feel fine, and the tissue is soft and healing. I also have blood on my brain. That's like, it's not the same thing, but imagine spilling water on your computer. Yeah. It's going to short out. Things go wrong. They yeah. didn't know exactly what's what oh, yeah, yet. No, that's, there's blood where it's not meant to be. That's not good. And what happens is it absorbed into my brain tissue and it ferments in there. Blood gets a little funky and it, it where it was absorbing into my brain tissue so you're drunk now as well. Not really. It was more like where the arteries are and little veins and stuff. They, they, what is it called? Constrict. Yeah. Because there's basically rancid blood affecting them and they spasm and oh. they, they flex and blood is now not getting to parts of my brain because oh. certain arteries are, what's the, I can't find the word. Like, what is this? This idea. Yeah, constricting. Yeah, yeah. Basically constricting and not yeah. allowing blood to get through the, the, the vessel. Mm. And now I'm having a stroke. So yeah. I'm sitting there having. Are you having stroke? I had one stroke that I remember. And I was completely conscious during it. It's called a vasospasm with a V. Yeah. And that's from toxicity of blood getting onto your brain, usually from something like an aneurysm. Yeah. And it restricts blood from getting to parts of your brain, hence a stroke. Now, if it happens on the left side of my brain, the right side of my body goes numb. If it happens on the right side of my brain, the left side of my body goes numb. You've heard that. Yes. Left side, right side controls the opposite. Yes. I had been at the time doing live feeds on my social media, holding the phone up. Hey, everybody, thank you so much. Somebody made a GoFundMe for me. There was thousands of dollars in there by the time I woke up. So I just opened up my life to the people from my hospital bed and made it a learning experience. So this one particular morning, I was doing the video, talking about how crummy I feel. I feel so bad. I don't know what's going on. And then all of a sudden, one side of my mouth wouldn't move right. So I was like, I'm going to go. I just feel shitty. I'll check in later and put my phone down. And right then, on my right side, my right side of my body went completely numb. 
Oh. I couldn't talk. I was trying to say nurse, nurse, but it was coming out lur, 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 Only the L U R. Jared was not around for this. Oh, I see. Jared, you've dropped Thank the ball. Well, no, Jared, Jared wasn't around for this part, actually. Right. That Jared was Christmas Eve. The one time we needed him. Yeah. I, I don't think I met him yet. But that aside, I had I had a vasospasm stroke. So right side of my body, right arm, right leg, completely numb. Right wow. boob, right, you know, right Everything. side. Was left your face side, kind of droopy? Yes. I put my, oh. so with my left hand, I put my camera on and they do, you're, it's droopy because it completely goes numb and you're not, you don't realize what happens when you can't feel things. Just like yeah. we haven't had cavities, but if we did, you get Novocaine in your mouth and you oh, yeah. can't really move your mouth properly. I've like had that it once. happens to yeah. your whole face, your whole body. So wow. that's got to be terrifying. I would it was until I discovered my numb boob with my feeling hands <laughs> and my feeling boob with my numb hands. And then it was like a science experiment where I was like, <laughs> I love that you're able to find the silver lining. And like the nurse, I couldn't speak because every time I try to talk, you're like, and I don't mean to sound, I'm not making fun of the situation, but like. You have to, you've got to enjoy your life. You're still alive. I I almost went onto the live feed, like stroking out, but like I couldn't, I couldn't get my hands to do what I wanted them to do. And then it started to get scary because my blood pressure, I guess, got really, really high because that's what I do. Yeah. And, uh. And then it was a little more a... serious, yeah. It was, and they had to pump me with some things that basically, like, just chilled like, you out. Took me. So, 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 what's what's the recovery from the stroke? Like, what happened? That then? is the real. That is the real damage from what I endured. Brain aneurysms. It's kind of like a wound that can be fixed and it heals. Brain damage from strokes is the real concern, and so that's the part of my brain that's memory. So I have short-term memory issues. Okay. I hope tomorrow I remember I did this. <laughs> then you can just send me the okay. link and it's I'll be recorded. like, oh. You yeah. go, wow, I'm so funny. Yeah, <laughs> right. But the short-term memory issues are more like, I'll forget something in the moment, but tomorrow if I think about it, it's back. Okay. It's really frustrating though sometimes. If I've been in the car going somewhere not knowing where I'm going, I have to come home. <laughs> or I get an email response back from somebody from an email I don't remember sending. Right, and it's right. just like, oh, well. Is that anything, do you think it might, because you baked as well, that might I mean, be exacerbating? That, it, they, I did an experiment where I didn't, I went three months without smoking at all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like right around when I went back to my Dr. Teitelbaum, I went three months without it, and uh, it was still happening. Oh, and, okay, yeah. wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the part of my head that was affected with stroke, stroking out. Because it's funny, because it's normally like, oh, no, it is the short term that usually goes for people. It's like, just like, short term, yeah, so like. Yeah. And granted, yes, I'm a pothead and we're human. Yeah, so walk course. into a room, why am I here? Kind I mean, of stuff happens. happens yeah. But there's just an, a complete absence of chunks of time sometimes or tasks. Right. And I've just learned to write things down. It's weird because at first I just I just chalk it up to like, God, I'm an idiot. Like, yeah. I really need to stop smoking weed uh, and pay attention. Jesus. But there's actually damage. That's it happened. was happening in ways where it's like, this isn't on me. Or like, I'm not even high right now. Or, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, you had a stroke. There was a Saturday or a Sunday. I got dressed kind of cute. Like, I was trying to figure out where I was going based on what I was wearing because it was, like, not frumpy clothes. Like, oh, I'm getting my nails done. It was, like, I put effort into how I look. Yeah, you're going to say I had no idea where I was going. Yeah. I had to come home and just, I still don't know. That one never came back to me. Or I'll watch a movie and the credits are going. And I'll be like, what movie did I just watch? I have no clue. No, I can't even remember watching it. Even if I look at the guide. Like if, if you if if you if you rewind and go oh that's right there and then no you remember? in the moment no 
that's the thing about it. In the moment, like this happened to me around Christmas time with Home Alone. I watched Home Alone. The credits were going. It was Christmas music. I was like, what movie is this? What did I just watch? What? And I guide Home Alone. I watched Home Alone. I had no memory of watching Home Alone. I have complete understanding of the situation. I know I'm having one of these moments. It says Home Alone. I don't remember sitting here for the last hour and a half watching Home Alone. And then a couple days later, I remember watching it because I remember a certain part with the ice cream and the gator chips. And like, it's just interesting. Once you understand it enough, it's not so scary. It's just, it's a flub in your brain. I'm having a a brain thought. Yeah. You get those spasms in your toes or like a quick pinch in your side. Like, your brain has things like that occur. And there's, they are explanations for some of the weird shit we do. Yeah. So so I was going to ask, I'm intrigued. Like, so are there any other. Things like that that you feel that have changed since this has happened to you? Like, like obviously, that's a pretty big one. How often does that happen? I mean, I would say a couple times a month, there's something big enough that I'm like, where am I going? I yeah, don't remember right. sending that email conversation so, I've had. But so it's really, not like every day. No, no. And I'm also very lucky. I, what I endured, I bounced back from it like, like yeah, well, a G. Was, what are the chances of you not surviving? Like, there, they, I had a 40% chance of survival going into the surgery. That's what they told my parents. There's a 40% chance she comes out of this alive based on what they were seeing because they saw a ruptured aneurysm and three, two other at the time aneurysms on my head. Mm -hmm. So they fixed the one, came out, said, you survived that, great. Here's the thing, you have others. One's real scary. We're going in on that one and when you're strong enough, there's another one we're going to have to go back after. We want you to recover a month. And when they went in for that one, they discovered another one and blood had gotten into the first one. Wow. Because they basically coiled it with that, you know, silly string in the shot glass method and still blood got in there while it was healing to enough that like it started to, you know, uh, bloom an onion out again a little bit. Mm-hmm. Even though it was treated with the coil and clotting, blood was getting in there and it was expanding again. So they had to operate on that one again with the stent in the artery. And that one's in tip-top shape now. Mm-hmm. And they're not giving me... I've had four CAT scans since I've endured all this. Two emergency situations that seem to be one thing and weren't. And for checkups. And my brain is in pristine condition. Wow. It healed. Everything looks great. There's no scarring. Another part thing that can go wrong is when they're pushing this stuff through your body. They could hit things. Yeah, they can I just, nick I things. I mean, that feels like that's awfully risky. But it's like somehow... It's, they, this man does three of these a day. Yeah, right. Well, they don't call him Dr. Wormhole for nothing. Dr. Wormhole. He's really Dr. Teitelbaum, and I can't wait to tell him yeah. his new name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's not going to like it. Yeah, I hope he embraces it. <laughs> My other doctor's name is Dr. Ho. Dr. Ho. Yeah, Dr. Teitelbaum. He nasty. Be, he nasty. <laughs> He's actually not nasty. He's amazing. Dr. Samuel Ho, Asian man. He had to step in once when Teitelbaum was not available. Mm-hmm. And uh, So he's Dr. Wormhole. Dr. Worm Hell. <laughs> That's exactly what he is. Oh, I miss you. Oh, hey, I likewise. You. I miss you around here, man. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm glad you're alive. I'm alive. Okay. I am alive. So that's a that's a pretty um, rare thing for one to go through, especially. Rare, but also not because one in 50 human beings have these things. Wow. That's one a in lot. 50. So do, so. You, do you know, uh, I mean. Are there... And you can live with them. You can live with them, but. When people all of a sudden drop dead and you don't really know why, and there's those families that they could have ten do or don't do autopsies to know. Yeah, 
a rupture. And it doesn't just rupture on your head. It can rupture in your heart. It can rupture in your leg. It can rupture anywhere. Mm-hmm. So that's something I asked about. I go to a brain aneurysm group that meets every three months out here. And I learned, I, mine happened on my head, but they can happen anywhere. I was like, what? Yeah. God damn it, I yeah, need to so scan weird. everything. Like, <laughs> those CAT scans take so long. It's like being buried alive in that thing. Yeah, they're but, horrible. They're hey, man, you want to know how I get through that? <laughs> Do they let you weed. smoke? Do they let you smoke weed in the cat skin? No, and they actually smoking the act, the physical act of smoking is not that greatest. Like mm. the smoke part is difficult. Yeah, no, that's not that's not a good. But, but edibles gotta, are. Do you do vaping? Yes, I do the vaping. Yeah, I, but the problem is every time I use the vape, I lose it because it's really good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where and it is tiny. right now. Yeah. It's tiny, and I just yeah. put it down. I'm like, oh, this is so good, and then yeah. it's gone. I'm it's like, awfully convenient, it. isn't it? It's what? Yeah, it's awfully convenient to just. It's very convenient. Oh, no yeah. No one knows you're doing it. You can do it in public and no one can tell. Totally. I just, go in the ladies' no room. Smell. I come out a lot happier and people think like, oh, wow, she, yeah. what's she doing there? Yeah. It's not what you think, girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's not what you think. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of weed, has it, do you believe that it's helped you? Calm down, yes. Yeah. My whole thing is I have to keep my blood pressure. Yeah. To a minimum. 120 over 80 is the sweet spot. Uh-huh. One, you know, 70. Over minus 10 from that is where the kids should be. Yep. Grown people, 120 over 80, give or take 510. Yeah. That's what you want. Without this medication, in partner with the with the bear that I have to take, which keeps my blood thin running through the metal. I take another medication that opens up my arteries and I'll have to take that for the rest of my life. Yeah. Because I need help lowering my blood pressure. I physically, some people just have one doctor explained it perfectly. I come equipped with with the tools to make energy. For Shaquille O'Neal, but I'm a five foot two me. Mm. So you can tell just hanging out. Like with you. I just, just have a lot of energy. Yeah. I talk a lot. I move a lot. Yeah. I run a lot. You're alive. I, I wake up. I'm awake. I go to sleep. I'm awake. Yeah. Like I'm <laughs> yeah, just. Yeah. I make You're energy. Yeah. Growing up, it was oh she has a learning disability. Oh she has ADHD. Right. Here, take this Ritalin. Now yeah. I'm a bitchy person with energy. <laughs> And at least my parents are happy because I did my homework. You're a great organizer. You're really yeah. good at That's why you work in the oh, field man. that you work in. Things like that. Yeah. Like once you learn how to organize and coordinate a television show, you start realizing like, I really should be able to coordinate my life. Like <laughs> my closet, you know, my plans. Like yeah. if yeah. I can do this for a whole big productions, like get your shit together, Angela. And yeah. I, I have. But I have a lot of energy and yeah. it needs to be monitored and controlled. Well, so, so you've and, been smoking Indica right now, right? Yes, yes, this so. is actually a hybrid today because I didn't want to be too, you know, because indica if, out if, for you. If I were joining you, mm-hmm. I would be on the couch. Yeah. And I would not really, I'd be indica very hungry. Indica will do that. Yeah, but to you, it brings you kind of, you're yes. just a normal excited person. Yes, <laughs> maybe even still a couple notches past that. Yeah. 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 I hate it. I It's it's who I am. I've embraced it. But like, It's beautiful. Yeah, you Thank you. Yeah. yeah, the people who make me feel comfortable in my own skin, like you and your wife, like I love people like that. Some people will just... I'm a bit much, and I know. Yeah, well, I know yeah. that. You got I guess, yeah. There's so, a reason nurse. I'm single. <laughs> you know, still can't find one that can handle it. Where's Nurse Jared when you need him, eh? Oh, God, Nurse Jared. <laughs> oh, God. That reminds me, I have to bring them Portos soon. Okay. I just stop by once in a while, like, you guys saved me. Have some potato balls and some potato balls. guava treats. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like you could, you know how they teach you in, in early science class how to, like, turn a light bulb on with a potato? Yeah. Like you could do that with you. Just just if they stab you in the leg with it's the right true. thing, you can turn on light bulbs. Yeah, dude. Give me your phone charger. Let me just swallow that real quick. Yeah, there's a lot you. of it. And there's, so the energy is just bursting out it's of you. It's very true. I yeah, am right. that potato. Mm. So I how was your- I illuminate a whole city. <laughs> yeah. At least this building. Yeah. You already do. 
Hey, thank <laughs> So hey. How, how was your experience like with anxiety and stress in that three months where you didn't smoke weed? Oh, my God. Like there's a weed withdrawal is real. I'm like really, really just antsy. I can always tell when I'm not smoking weed because my patience for my dog is thin. Right. Yeah, well, she's, she's full on. She's, you know, usually I'm just like, oh, she's just an asshole. You know, she's, she's opinionated. She bosses me around a little yeah. bit. She pulls on the leash. I have no control. But usually I can handle that well. But like when I'm not smoking. Right. The tolerance it's, is I, That's when I can really tell the tolerance because – my God, I'm edgy and it, it takes a minute for that to go away. Well, that's not, and that's not a good state of mind for an no. aneurysm survivor. No. So what are your, what are your side effects from smoking too much weed or not, or just a lot of weed? I mean, is there something? My, my voice is real raspy. Yeah. No, but that's about it. Yeah. Cotton mouth. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm yeah. sure putting all this into my lungs is not the greatest, but that's why I go to be real shop because he's not going to put any dumb shit in my plants. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Green Thumb. Yeah. The point being that it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like you're – like if it, the pharmaceutical alternative to this. Yeah. I mean, do you get any side I effects ha- I do have to take – I mean, I would love to not have to take medicine. I hate it. Even when yeah. I have a headache, which I haven't really had, I used to take Advil and stuff. I hated it. I would try to go without it. The medicine I take without it, my – imagine putting your car in park and stepping on the gas. <laughs> What good is a car that's just going to sit in the driveway being revved? Yeah. That's yeah, me. Like, yeah, I need an outlet, bro. I need yeah. to find an outlet. That's why when you said podcast, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like something. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. You've but also like this. going out into the world, it's very stressful. Yeah. You, I mean. But it is in LA for sure. My God. you. I mean, we just collectively saved and helped a human being that was living and dying on our street. Like, we did. That was, that, was a, that was a funny time. That was crazy. Like for yeah. those who may or may not know, like. There's homeless people all over LA and there was one outside of our building where we sleep and reside and he was struggling. And, you know, I stepped in and helped him. Mark stepped in and helped him immensely. And this man is now back on his feet with a place to live. Yeah. I mean, he was, yeah, he was going to die because it was the the one time it rained. And, and his arms and, and legs were swelling. His finger, did you yeah, see the swelling? Yeah, his swelling? diabetes was, he couldn't feel his feet. He, he it was bad. Yeah. And he had a little dog. Like we, we, so like even just going outside of my apartment is like risky for my stress is the point that yeah. I'm getting at right now. Like, yeah. well, there was also the crackheads. I mean, yeah, it didn't help that, that I'm door. fighting like a prostitute outside that's throwing condoms over the fence into our yard. Yeah, that was a fun couple of weeks, oh wasn't God. it? So the, yeah, so the building I still have that guy's to... butterfly knife that we managed to get off of him. Hector. Hector. <laughs> yeah. Mark and I talked a weapon off of one of the local uh, drug gangbangers. That was the, yeah, So there was the building next behind us mm. was abandoned and mm. they were going to knock it down. But in the meantime, in the interim before they knocked it down, they were using it. There were people that were using it to, I don't know, do drugs, do whatever they were doing. And and then they were marking the houses, the apartments around our street. Oh, yes. They were marking. Putting clothes on the on the fence, which apparently means something. People need to know something. that. If you live in a neighborhood where there's people casing your properties and they're leaving random items in front of the, the property. Like shoes. or A shoe. Yeah. Red, white, or blue belongings. Chip bags on a fence. All of these things are marking this fence is unlocked. A white girl lives here. This will be easy to rob. The shoes point in certain directions of how you exit. Like, I have a cousin who was a detective for a long time. But not only that, when they were doing it in front of our place, because I just, I was having my morning joint, Mm. sitting on my balcony, on my chair outside, and you don't always see me up here. So some of these little people were crawling out of that place next door. 
And I saw him placing the items and I took a picture of it and I sent it to my cousin and I just Googled burglars, marking, and sure enough, every single thing I found about this was in the yard. There was a, there was a chip bag on our fence, which- That was outside our place. Yeah, they put, he put Doritos on the, the fence right here, which signaled that, our, remember our side gate was broken? You can yes. go into it. That signaled an open gate and the shoe was pointed where you exit. Yeah. And he had mayonnaise. There was a, there was a thing of mayonnaise, okay? And a white t-shirt on the floor, which was signaling white people. Okay. Like. So he went and bought some cheap mayonnaise. I mean, well, the man, those are, those are, there's symbols for things. Yeah. Like, and yeah. then someone else comes later and sees this and knows what to do. And they either make or a sandwich hurt. or they rob you. I mean, or maybe both. So if you maybe see. Maybe they a, robbed your sandwich. If you see a guy walking down the street with a bag full of jars <laughs> of mayonnaise, you're like fucking. Or him. red, white, and blue things. Like, Google this. You can find yeah, no, that it. No, that was, that, I'm joking about it, but that was terrifying for me. Because it was I, terrifying. Because you were the man. Yeah. And, I'm, and we're on the bottom, we're on the bottom floor. Yeah. We got, we got. We had three dogs at the time yeah. and, and I got my wife, Laurel, and, and I'm, and I am so against this, but for the first time in my life, I considered getting a gun. I did too. And I was I like, too. and I was like, uh, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Why, why am I even living here? Yeah. Like I can't, I can't, I, I was like, am I going to actually go and get a weapon? Then what am I going to yeah. do? Shoot a guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Once I've got I, one. I went to that same place mentally. I did. And I'm instead, gonna, I'm not going to kill a guy. I decided to use the best weapon we have, like my voice and like approach yeah. and which is scary as that. We it was like, Mark, I got you, you and that. Titus, my neighbor. Yeah. And, but yeah, I mean, there were times I was just, and part of that was like trying not to smoke. So my irritability was sky high. Uh, and I got yeah, this yeah. chick, like when I saw the condom get thrown over the fence, that's when I lost my fucking mind. I can't believe they're practicing safe sex. I mean, I think it was the male that was frequenting her. Right. So like you know, the person that was no yeah. skipping out of here after that. Yeah. Now they tore down the place behind us, so we're starting over again. Oh, okay. With yeah. the like pounding and the, and the madness. Give me yeah. construction over, over crackheads any day. Jesus Christ. At least the crackheads are not there anymore. And it's tough too because we had a chat with him, didn't we? We had a chat with him for about half an hour. She's the mother of my kid. Yeah, and he was, and it was, and it was really. You know, it was easy. It was so easy to hate him because he was a threat to us. But then when we chatted with him, we were yeah. like, "Wow, this guy's life sucks." And this then remember tough. the police rolled up and I was like, don't worry, I know him. And he's like, well, I have my weapon on me. I was like, give it to me. And yeah, yeah. I put it in my pants and he walked He shit right. himself. He was like, here, please take this. Yes. Because if they- And if then they I put him. it in my pocket and walked straight up to the officer and had a conversation with his weapon in my yeah. pocket. Yeah. And that guy was like, who the fuck is this girl? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I lied and said like, oh, that's I, I know him. That's my uncle. Yeah. And I right. made it look like the senior lead officer for our city- who I had been bothering for weeks about this, finally showed up when all that came to a head that day. You are straight gangster. I'm telling you, dude. It all started with that acid in 96. <laughs> That's how all good stories start. Dude. Started with that acid in 96. 96. And now I'm a straight up thug. I put the G in Angela. Angela. Yeah, man. This is my hood. Los Angeles. Excellent. Los, yeah, that's right. Mm. Put the Angela in Los Angeles. My life, dude. I could write a book, but I won't because I was lucky enough to live at a time when cell phones weren't out there when I was 21, 22. Yeah. All you could do is maybe make a phone call and it looks like a calculator. Isn't that weird too now how, like I remember it too, before phones were a thing and I remember them coming in. It was and, pagers. And, I had yeah. a pager oh, you, in my oh, okay, young yeah. adult life. Yeah. I was, I was, I'm a bit too young for the pagers, but. I saw them on Friends and I thought, what is that? Yeah, I like, okay, so now you know your friend is looking for you. It was really like when my mom was looking for me, it was like, I have to get to a fucking phone right now and tell tell her something. They were like that. We need to know you're alive kind of shit. They're still like that. My dad calls me every day to make sure the door is locked. 
Does he? Yeah. yeah. Door locked. Windows. You got the windows. It's much, it, does it, is it safer on the street now? I mean, yes. Yeah. I've, it was mainly just the crackheads next it was. It's the vacant properties that are the main issue, yes. Yeah. There's little graffiti going on right now, but they're just dumb kids. It's funny. Where we live, where we moved to in, in Sydney now, it's just the complete opposite. There's not a single homeless person. Wow. It's, it's just... It's just all all the young people who are having babies. So they're all super like polite and calm. What part of Australia? Northern beaches of Sydney. Okay. Yeah, and it's northern all, beaches of Sydney. Yeah, yeah. I like it. So it's all like people with yeah. It's all like Sounds young like a mums. Soap opera. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Couldn't the it? Northern beaches of Sydney. It's like the spinoff from um, the OC. Right. Yes. The beaches. Next up on yeah. northern beaches of Sydney. Yeah, but there's not a crackhead in sight. Wow. So it's a very different vibe. It's pretty slow, though, to be honest. It's pretty sleepy up there. Dude, it's beautiful. I see Laurel on the beach each morning while I'm going to bed. Yes. Yeah. like, oh, good morning, good yeah. night. Yeah. And the yeah. dogs are thriving. That makes me happy. Yeah, the dogs are doing great. Yeah. Thank God. They're yeah. struggling out here, man. Yeah. There's rain. There's homeless people in their living room. Yeah. Like, what is going on? Yeah. We're in quarantine. Yeah, it was hectic. Can you, just, can you guys just give us a break? <laughs> All is well. Yeah. And Val's your dog. Hey, she's she's a rescue, isn't she? She is. I found her run over by a truck. She's a funny story, and I'll give it to you in a nutshell. It was Coachella weekend. Some mm. friends of mine had done all their drugs on night one. Mm-hmm. They didn't pace themselves. They made too many friends. They met girls, dumbasses. But thankfully, they did that because they called me saying, hey, 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 you know, can you come up here? You could stay at the house for free, but we need you to make a stop on the way. <laughs> You mean me to pick up some things from someone named like Jose and Van Eyes? Oh, so seems, I was seems like, legit. No problem. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. What am I, what am I getting? It's just corn chips and, and uh, maybe know, some soda? If, I'm going to need – so they ended up telling me we have a ticket for you to go to coach. I wasn't even going to go. This is years ago. Well, seven years ago because she's – her puppy's just turned seven. It's fine. I'll go. Free tickets to Coachella and I could stay at the house for free and I just have to bring all of these drugs up down the state. Yeah. I hope I don't get arrested and ruin my life with this. Awesome. <laughs> So why I'm almost there, my navigation is telling me I'm almost there, and I see a dog in the street, she's hit by a truck, I pick her up, I bring her to the shelter. The shelter, you know, I want the owners to have a chance to find her, and Kate, like, God forbid she was mine and got out and this happened. Yeah. Give the owners a chance, nobody claimed her, they were going to put her to sleep, I had to get a rescue involved to get her out of there, and I saved her, raised money on my Facebook, help, saved this dog, overnight I had $2,000. Saved her leg, but in the surgery, they tell me she's pregnant. She had six puppies. They wanted to kill the puppies. I said, no. Nope. Uh-uh. I mean, how far along is she? They were born like eight days later. Came home with seven dogs. Oh, you took them home? I had, yeah. When I had saved her, she went into like a facility. She was so catastrophically injured. Her front left leg was compound fracture through the skin. Yeah. They removed all those bones. They replaced them with bars. She now has her little robot leg, I call it, her front left leg. So she couldn't really move much and she was in the care of some professionals because she was pregnant. And so they let the babies go full term and it was about a week and a half later they were born and I had to pick them up that day because wow. I ran out of money. So Facebook again, help. Luckily, and your friends didn't get their drugs. They No. Oh yeah. That, I, that never happened. But because of them, like I don't, she would be dead. I, I wouldn't have lived here. I moved here because I needed to find a place that allowed a big dog. Yeah. And I had friends that lived in this building that said the place across the hall from me just opened. I took it without even seeing it mm. because the situation I had her in at that point, another dog had attacked her. So now I'm like dealing with a new mother dog that had just been attacked by oh, another yeah. dog. And she's injured. And she's injured. It was 
too much. So I was just like, you know what? If I can't find this dog at home, I'm going to give her one and make, you know, I am 30. Yeah. Maybe it's time to get out of mom and dad's house. <laughs> I had once before, but then I moved back in for what was supposed to be a month. So a couple hey, years man. later. I'd probably live with my mom and dad if I lived close. They mom made it, dad, you know, yeah. dad, wake up, breakfast, come home, dinner. Yeah. Mom folds my clothes. <laughs> Most importantly, my paycheck was mine. Like yeah. my whole paycheck. But I need to get out of there and saving her. Got me out of there. Got yeah. me this place where I met you and so many friends I have on this street, and my life is totally different yeah, because that, of that one tweak that of butterfly a, effect. Is 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 interesting how it pans out. And the way I ended up working in television was like one little moment. That one moment has literally paved every career move I've made since. Where like I almost didn't do that one thing. Where would I be? Yeah. Where the hell would I be? I don't know, but I still would have had that aneurysm probably, because mm. as it turns out. Those things, it's hereditary. I have some family with it. Are there, so like, are there lifestyle things that, that will yes, exacerbate it? 100%. I am guilty as charged on that one. Right. Um, hereditary aneurysms in the family, trauma, you know, concussions, things like that. If yeah. you've ever been beat up, if you hit your head snowboarding, if yeah. you've ever had any kind of head trauma like that, it weakens the tissue on the arteries. Um, all you need is weak tissue to then start bubbling out. What causes it to bubble out? High blood pressure. That's right. something you can monitor with the machine. I have one in the drawer. And drug use. Yeah. Cigarettes don't help. I never smoked cigarettes. You know, drug use. You know, I've dabbled. Um, Probably the uppers. The yeah, definitely. Like- I am not a person who needs uppers. But no. there are times in the, growing up in this town, you're out, you're drinking too much. Now I'm a little too drunk. You know, a little coke, a little bump here or there. Yeah. yeah. That's all. I was one of those. Yeah. One and done. Two yeah. and done. Yeah. But, but that's, that ex- that's a poison that I'm just shooting to already weak arterial walls that if you have a bad liver, you shouldn't be shooting tequila shots. I I was exacerbating an issue. And that's why the one that ruptured was right below my eyes, behind my nose. In the sinus kind of Kind of in that back. But the Mm. other ones were nowhere in that area. Um, So I just did it all. I had all of it working against me, basically. My my neurosurgeon said, there's no way to know which one of those things. But I think you would have had these even if you never... Made certain life choices. Yeah, right. The head trauma right. didn't help. I have weak arterial walls as it is, exacerbating it, baiting it in any way, be it head trauma, cocaine. It, you have weak arterial walls. It's bound to bulge. Yeah. You got to watch that. Take this medicine. We'll watch it. And now I'm on it. Yep. Won't happen again. How long ago was this? That, that December day. 17th, 2016. Okay. So I'm, yep. you know, two years out of two the surgeries happened over the course of eight months. And the reason for the holdup was an insurance snag. You know, I had an HMO when the rupture happened and, and I don't know how insurance works. It's probably way better where you are from. Yeah, it probably is. Like, and here HMOs are great if you almost die. So I almost died and my HMO covered it. But then when I had to have two, three, four, five more surgeries on a non-life threatening, so an unbulged, unruptured aneurysm, excuse me, isn't threatening my life. So they're not going to pay for that. So I had to wait for an open enrollment opportunity to get a certain kind of insurance that would then allow me to do more surgeries. But because I waited that time, the blood got in that other one. And I had to add a fifth surgery because of the time I had waited. So like, that was one of those things where it's like, well, insurance, it's, that's a whole nother podcast too, dude. Yeah. 
But it wasn't it wasn't as as um I if I didn't wait six months for open enrollment to switch my policy so that I can get the approval for my original surgeons to do the surgery again, they were trying to send me somewhere else that was less expensive on the insurance company. Mm. I wanted the people who went in there and saved my life the first time to yeah, do it the second, third, nice. fourth, and fifth. The people who have been in there before, that'd be good if kind of you know like I'm not trying to go and rescan and do things some like so I just had to wait and then that time that I waited, I, they weren't they needed to get in there. Yeah. And I couldn't pay for it. And I was stuck with the plan for so long. So now I, you know, it's it's worth it. You don't really end up paying for insurance until something happens to you. And then you realize, shit, some things can happen to me. If you're a person where nothing happens to you, you don't need to splurge. That yeah. was me until it wasn't. Yeah. So now I'm just going to shell out the money. God forbid something go wrong. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. you are okay. You're here. You're doing I'm good. It. Yeah. Good. Live, living the dream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dream. I'm half asleep half the time, so that's accurate. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's better than your mind exploding. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, those vapor pens in my pockets, really. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. I started messing with CBD. I'm trying to figure out if it's. Yeah. You've been like such a. Yeah. Rock, rock I, I, on I, I for the fly CBD. the flag for CBD. Yeah. But like, well, from what I do I know, it, I have my little thing. I squeeze it under the tongue and. Yeah. I'm well, just like, do I feel anything different well, over a course of a week or two or three of using it? You probably, I mean, the thing that I learned about it is they have this thing called the entourage effect, which yeah. is the terpenes and the and the different substances inside cannabis work together. So THC is obviously the main one that gets you stoned. Yeah. And as far as we know, none of the other ones get you stoned. Yeah. So, and you know, this is what we do in Western culture. We have to isolate everything, but that's yeah. not how the plant works. Yeah. From what I've learned, the plant has the entourage effect, whereas you need all of the things involved. And they Wait, work so I together. should be smoking weed and doing the CBD? Well, you should be smoking weed that has a higher CBD content in it. So you Got can it. get cannabis that has – so, for instance, the plant naturally – You're right, because I see – the weed I buy sometimes has like a CBD percentage. Right. If you can find one that has a higher – like a one-to-one – I would be interested to know what your experience is. As, I will do that next. Yeah, as you can see, I have out. one nug left and that'll be very soon. Yeah. So. Yeah. So okay. try and find like a one-to-one and, and let me know what happens because I'm intrigued. It's um, it's a very different experience. A and it kind, of, it kind of cancels out a lot of the negative effects of THC. So like not that you have problems with anxiety. Making smoke, brownies and eating all the brownies. <laughs> well, you'll probably still get pretty hungry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's not it's like a mirror. You still get stunned. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but it's not that super Well, I would just like, say that's the only negative effect that right. I could come up well, with. Eating too many brownies. Brownies, yeah. yeah. Oh no, yeah. all of them. All of the brownies. Yeah, as long <laughs> yeah. as they're not weed brownies, because then you're in next no, level. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. I've done. I've I've OD'd on the edibles before. Oh man, that sounds like it was not good. Worst. It was on a plane. I vomited. It was all blood. And oh, the reason god. it was all blood is because I had hurt my neck on that trip and was popping a leave like ridiculous. Yeah. What people don't realize is oh. a leave and said medications. All it basically does when it gets to the stomach area, it sheds the lining of your stomach, and yeah. your stomach is basically bleeding. But you you process it and it goes through you and you don't notice. But when it comes back up on you, it's the pure blood of your stomach lining. Ugh. So on a flight up to Seattle, I tweaked my neck. I fell asleep on the plane funny. Yeah. And the person in front of me reclined to their seat. So my neck got jammed, but I was like hung over. So I just slept through it. And when I got <laughs> off the plane in Seattle, it was like, oh my God, my neck. Popping a leave. I ended up partying with Macklemore that weekend. So like, <laughs> Shout I just like played through the, the pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so on the flight back, I got an edible lollipop that was. I think 100 milligrams. Oh, my God. But I didn't realize you're supposed to eat some. I ate it. I, I chewed through the thing. I, 100 milligram weed dose. That's which is an just, incredibly high amount of weed. That's incredibly, because I remember messing with it 10 to 20 and being like, woo. Yeah. So that was my, it was bad. 
I ended up, my friends, we had to play it off that I was a bad flyer. And they just said, she's never <laughs> flown before. And I just was like, oh, we're going to die. Like every bit of turbulence. I had a hoodie on. I had my friend's jacket on. I pulled the string real tight. I looked like that oh, so Kenny character. Oh, you were flipping on. out. I was flipping the fuck out. Anytime the train, the, the plane did anything, I thought we were dying. And we had to play it off that I was, I had never flyer. flown before. And that Not my friends you. were my handlers. And and so this is from someone who who partakes in cannabis regularly. Yes. And you had a hundred milligrams. I had a hundred and I never really, I just thought it's a lollipop. Like, and I was su- sucking on it and everything. And it, you know how edibles take a while Yeah, too. Like yeah. it took like, and like we an went hour. and had fish and chips and we were waiting in the airport. I'm like, I'm just going to eat the whole thing. And whoa, as we're getting on the plane, I started sweating through my clothes and my oh, friend, no. put it, it was just, of course it kicks in as you're getting, on as the I'm plane. getting on the plane. And then finally we we're, we're, getting close to landing and that's when I was like I'm gonna throw up I'm gonna throw up I'm gonna throw up and I got to the we had a a, a very obviously feminine steward mm-hmm. it wasn't a stewardess it was a steward mm-hmm. and he was a very dainty fellow yeah. and he was very helpful to us was and he- when I got to the bathroom to vomit because I was sick and I didn't want to throw up in one of those bags in front of everybody so they got me to the plain bathroom and I vomited in the sink because I couldn't get to the like yeah. I don't want it. There's, there's people with their asses. I went to the sink for some reason, and it was just pure blood. Oh, the man. steward. The while I'll you, never while you were high. Yes, like edible? it made me sick. So like, but because I ate the Aleve, I had this the blood situation happening oh, in my, my stomach. Gosh. I ended up going to the doctor and finding out after the fact. Like I really thought I was fucking dying, and I didn't know weed can make you bleed, and like we didn't know what was yeah. going on. Uh, you like you're you're thinking I've done it. I'm the one. I'm the like, one who's gonna die. This, from I weed. admit this is no one told me this. This I'm is a lollipop. One. How does this happen from a lollipop? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to overdose from weed and be the first found person out, to die. No, have you taken a, the first thing they said, have you taken a leave or the, I was like, I've taken like 20 a leave. <laughs> okay. We should be taking 20 a leave. Yeah. Man. I was taking like three every time I took them from the time I got to Seattle on a Thursday, we came home on a Sunday. I was popping a leave the entire time because my <laughs> neck hurt so bad. And I was basically just yeah making my stomach Tearing bleed. Your stomach up. Like, yeah. What, do you, what does it say on the bottle? Take two, every, no more than two every you know 12 what? hours? And you're like, Fuck I can't that. even look at that bottle anymore. Yeah. But that Learn, happened. Learned the hard way. So flowers, I'm old school. I'm always going to be old school with the yeah. weed. Yeah. Just give me some greens. Give me, I don't like the pipe though. I feel like it just feels irresponsible smoking out of a glass pipe. Yeah, well, I guess because. I mean, it's not going to stop me, but. Yeah. <laughs> it's just very, I need to roll something. Well, there's something beautiful about someone who can roll a joint. I can, I mean, I, I've, 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 I've got, got a that. crutch in doing it. Like I've got a little roller. Uh-huh. So Actually, they make these things now. They're, they're the pre-roll. Oh yeah. It's like a little things. case. It's like an already rolled joint wow. without the weed in it. And then you just grind up your weed and then you just kind of pour it in there. Like so as what, if it were a glass. So Calif- So this is all like California's just, it's legal here, right? Oh yeah. It it's is. just completely, well, it, but, but it's still illegal federally. Yeah, exactly. But it'll get there. Yeah, I think so. It'll get there. There's so much how, money to be made in it. Oh, know? absolutely. I wonder how far away we are in Australia. I think I think it's we can't be too far behind. Is it illegal? Yeah. Like oh really? Yeah. So you if you have so, it on you and you get pulled over, what happens? Do you get arrested or do you get a ticket? Bad. It's bad. Yeah. I would say I would say that they are probably less strict on it than they have been in the past. Yeah. But because there is something that's changed where if you have some kind of medical card, you can have it. Okay. But Do, you got to jump shops around. Nah, you got like, nah, go to jump through a lot of hoops yeah. to get one of those. But I think it's changing. I think that it might be getting to a point where. I always gonna... wonder, like, do the other countries just look at America and think, like, let's not do that? 
I think, we, I think they do with, with a lot of other things. But I think this is one of those things where maybe people are going, well, let's see what happens. Okay, well, we could do that. Yeah, yeah, maybe we could do that one. That one's not um, bad. Let's not put the the host of The Apprentice as the as the leader of the country. Jesus that's what, Christ! That's My what, friend won the last Apprentice. So tell. Speaking of shows, tell yeah. me about if you want to the no. time you did the show. Oh man! <laughs> you know the show. I mean, what was that show? I've called? done a lot of shows, but there's only one that I don't <laughs> you know want to talk about. The exact show that I mean. I'm not going to say the show. Okay. But I will say that <laughs> this story is. Incredible. We don't have to go there if you it's, don't want I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to set it up so like people know who I am, so I don't just sound like some big hoe that went to a sex party. <laughs> I, like that's. I'm like a prude pimp. You know what I mean? Like I was the girl that I'd go to an orgy, but I'd sit in the kitchen with the help. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like just making sure everyone's okay. Yeah. Like I'd, make, I'd make get sure my nobody... friends there. I'd drive. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. I'll do a line of coke, but I'm gonna be out here with like the security guard, gay. Okay? Like. Yeah. I was that girl. Right, um, right. The prude pimp. It's kind of a nickname. Ask any of my guy friends. I have a lot of guy friends because I never slept with them. That's how you keep your guy friends. Right. It's shocking, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I've had, you know, most of my life of relationships or failed relationships, if you will, and had my heart broken and whatever and was single when my aneurysm happened and came out of all of that and was between my second and third surgeries. And uh, I was trying to go back to work in between the surgeries because... Uh, my double vision got better. And did we talk about that on here? Yeah. We did, right? Yeah. My double vision got better. I was able to go back to work. And the first week I got back to work, keep in mind, I'm single, you know, haven't dated anyone in a while. I yeah. feel better. I'm feisty, dude. Like, And you've no. been in the hospital bed for yes. hours too. We all have needs, man. Yeah. You know? I've always had some kind of boy toy or Mom's got to eat. Yeah. And so I was... Getting antsy for like, I want to meet somebody new. And this isn't how I plan to meet someone for the record. But I was just, I was bored. I was understimulated. Yeah. Between surgeries, I got the go-ahead from my doctor that I could, you know, do things. I could drive. I can go back to work. I can go to parties. I could smoke weed if I must. I don't drink too much. have one or two. I was like, okay, great. So my first day back at work, we're shooting our, our sex party episode of a reality show we're doing. <laughs> So it's like a whole season's worth of leading up to the sex party. And then this is the episode of the sex party. So you got to clear everything and we reserved the location and we reserved the extras you have to hire for like fill-ins at the party because not everyone who attends sex parties wants to be on camera. Sure. So you got to recreate as much of that as you can and you shoot the show. And then later at night when the extras and everybody go home and the real sex party happens, you put up signs and you say, you know, being in this room means you might be on camera. If not, go in the other room. So that situation happened. And it was for work. And it was helpful, you know, to put on a bustier and blend some, in some silk gloves and blend in. You know, right. I'm me. I know right. this is a podcast, but, you know, I clean up nice. And everyone looks good naked, really. Right. That, that wasn't part of the plan. Yeah. That wasn't asked of me. But needless to say, understimulated between brain surgery, very popular Angela hit the bar at this. <laughs> and you're working. This tape, this taping. Oh, yeah, I'm did working. You, have a, you had a mask on, right? I had a ma- it was a masquerade thing, absolutely. And I yeah. did have a mask on. Yeah. And it didn't help. I should have known this day was going to go like this because the minute I walked in, I know all of the crew. They're all dressed in black. They're tucked away in different parts of this hotel room. There's naked people, there's women in bunny masks, there's patrons of this event, some are in cocktail dresses, some are not. 
some are, you know, uh, acrobats and they're doing splits and there's a guy on a grand piano just to set the stage here. Yeah. And that's how it looks. And I walk in and I got to sign the paperwork. And the idea was for me to blend in like one of the extras so that people don't know that I work on the show. Mm-hmm. Because say they need to shoot the fellatio scene here on the red velvet couch and there's not enough people in the scene, I can kindly walk in and hear on my little earpiece like, Angela, we need more people watching the fellatio on the velvet couch. Okay, I'll go. So I get a couple people. So sophisticated. Please join me in here and watch this guy get his dick sucked. (laughs) You know, it's up to me how I tell people. But um, The fellatio sequence is about to begin. So then all of a sudden I walk into camera and we're watching this happen. You know, things like that. But then the scotch scotch started to kick in, man. Uh, They no longer needed me to get people in the scene because I was the scene. (laughs) So that happened. (laughs) Oh, right. Okay. So you became a real. Well, I mean, I didn't do very much to be, and in my defense, two people were doing something and the girl grabbed me and I believe she kissed me. Right. And I believe that made it to a final cut, but I had to go into my next brain surgery. And so when this came up to the point where they're editing it and I was in the scene, thank God I have friends in this business who said, we should probably check with Angela right. and make sure she knows. She's going to be part of a featured because, member of this. And you know why at the same time? Remember that whole thing with The Bachelor or something? One of the bachelorettes drank and did something possibly re- regrettable. No. Some reality, I don't watch these shows either, but somebody had some cocktails and did something in a pool with somebody. Okay. And kind of regretted it later. Is it rape? Is it not rape? Oh, wow. That okay. was happening at the time. Yeah. And it was just all over the like brain dead people's news. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No offense to if that's you. Yeah. But- that happened. So I think they thought like, Angela. You mean like was, E Entertainment? Yeah. yeah I used yeah, to work I there. I that's where I got. That's where I hey, love you. E News. You know, some people yeah. want to know about what people are What's doing. What's going on in other people's lives. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like any Kardashians are doing, but like yeah. they are yeah. E. And God, I'm not a hater on them. Like good for them. You look what they've built. Total empire. Hey, you're on your own there. I've got no time for the Kardashians. I don't wa- I don't have any time for them either, but yep. I can't hate what the fuck that they've built. Good for them. Yeah, they've, they've certainly I'm also backtracking because I used to work at E, but fuck all that mess. <laughs> all that aside. Yeah, I just, you know, I got a little drunk at work. We'll just call it that. Yeah, yeah. And it just happened to be and a very interesting day. People don't realize, like, me at a zero and me at a hundred sometimes look very the same. Yeah. yeah. I'm a functional pothead. I'm My personality is really strong and boisterous, yeah. not drunk. Yeah. So me drunk is just as fun, if not yeah. more. The only difference is I'm making out with a girl who's having sex on camera this time. You <laughs> yeah. know that? What of it? You know? What? Look, and the fact is- I you, call that a Wednesday. That's right. Just because you don't. Yeah. And, and, and you were going to go and get your brain operated on again later. And then so I had- So it's like, well, I may as well live it up while I can. Because I was really bored. I was like, a bored angel is a dangerous thing. Because yeah. now I'm apparently making out with girls on camera. And yeah. the crazy part is, is like- I work with these these men still, and like there's, it's fully now that I've gone through the whole thing, and I had my little freak out moment, and they were like, "You are established in this scene," and I I remember I was in a hospital bed when I had the phone conversation, yeah, because he was like, it got all the way to a rough cut phase, the phase after that, and if it were to go beyond that, it might have got stuck in the episode. So this one particular editor was like, "I know you're in the hospital," and while we were talking about it, the machine is going berserk, my heart machine, <laughs> and I, I was like, you know what, I'm okay with it because it's kind of exciting but I'm literally hooked up to a heart machine in a hospital right now. That's going to tell me, take it out. And thank you for thinking about it and me and considering me. Yeah. I, and then I realized when they offered, if I wanted to watch it and I didn't want to watch it, cause it's like, it's like really, it was almost like reliving kind of, I didn't want to see that. No. And that's when I knew I did the right thing. Cause 
Yeah. Not wanting to see it. Yeah. Was probably best. Yep, that's a sign. Being like, you know what? Let's let's wipe that one from from. I mean, I wonder still how many of the assistant editors and people that I'm like a manager of have maybe seen this right. underground footage. Right. Because I'm like a I'm a manager at my yeah. job. Like, well, also you had who doesn't want to see their manager like involved in a getting down sticky situation. Well, you had you had brightly colored hair too. Oh so my the, god, the here mask I am. I thought I was being so slick covering my tattoos with silk gloves, and at the time my hair is bright magenta. Like no one's gonna notice. <laughs> A you've pink. Got a, you've got a mask on. It's like Jesus Superman Christ. wearing glasses. It oh, doesn't so work, dickhead. I you walk know in. I walk into the freaking place too. I, I got sidetracked from that. When I first arrived, I should have known all of this was going to go like this. Because yeah. as soon as I arrived, I'm wearing the mask and I'm signing a piece of paper and they have to take a picture of me holding the release. So I had to take the mask off for a second. And somebody from the the pool of extras goes, Angela Ronaldo? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I can't even take my fucking mask off for eight seconds. Like... <laughs> And it turns out it was some guy I met at a Dodger game 10 years prior who added me on Facebook. Wow. And like, because you, that's the, that's the power of social media. Like, I don't know this guy from the guy walking down the street right now. I yeah. don't know, but I do remember this game. There's yeah. one picture we took that when he showed it to me, I was like, oh yeah, there's the picture. And there's that fill in person here from yeah, the, yeah, yeah. but he, he saw my Facebook all these years. You made paid, an impact on him for sure. Apparently. Yeah. I mean, I was like, I remember saying like, you, you need my social buddy? Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. Masquerade party. You threw out my first and last. Yeah, Thanks. yeah. Keep it together, bro. He doesn't even know I work here. Like, fuck. Yeah. He had no clue. Yeah. And it's, then there was, there was another. That's, that's terrible sex party etiquette. Very horrible sex party etiquette. Yeah. Like, we should have not paid him his money. Because no. No. That's, that's rule number one. <sighs> Don't call out someone's first and last name when they were in a masquerade sex party. That's the first rule. Amateur hour. And that fool broke it. It's fine. But that's why I, it's, it was, it's me. I'm an open book. Yeah. Like, that's why I can live. No one can say like this and this about you and me be like, oh no, don't say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say it. It is what it nothing is. I haven't already said, I assure you. Love that adventure. Open book. That's LA. <laughs> I grew up in LA with, with New Yorker parents. Yeah. And their parents, their parents are from Italy. So it's like. Yeah, it is what it family, is. Family. You know? yeah. And it's the only thing that matters. And. Wear your experiences on your on your sleeve. It's it's the only way to do it. It's all I have. Yeah. It's also some people say the you know the dumbest people talk only about themselves, and that's true because it's all we know. But sure. there's so much to worry about and think about and know about. My mind is blown even just thinking of the opportunity, like what's out there. Yeah, I just kind of worry about what what's within my reach and sure. keep it short and sweet. Well, also since the fact that like, you, you've had near death experiences, you kind of few of them. There's no point worrying about what people are going to think about you. There's there's a, there's a moment in that whole thing that stands out aside from caught feeling myself up on my like feeling and non-feeling boob. That was yeah. crazy. Taking my numb hand yeah. and grabbing my left feeling boob during that stroke. Yeah. It was like a stranger was grabbing my boob. Yeah. And then using my hand to touch my numb boob yeah. was another person's boob. Wow. It was like like the way that this feels, yeah. me touching your knee right now. Yeah. Imagine that's your hand yeah. and try to well, sometimes it. when you're asleep and you wake up and you've got a dead arm and then you kind of like slap yourself on the head with your arm and you're like, wow, this is just a, a floppy thing of meat. And you don't feel it, right? Yeah. And it starts getting tingly. I yeah, mean, but I, your whole half your body was like that. That The whole, everything. I started yeah. by doing lines on my tummy like this and feeling where it went numb. And then I remember just going, and the nurse, I couldn't talk. And she said to me, like, I see what you're doing. And that's pretty funny. I know you can't talk. And I was just sitting here, like, feeling myself up, basically. <laughs> it was the most. I nar- you're just sitting there just playing around I'm with your I'm just playing with myself, dude. Like, yeah. And then the, the other defining moment, though, on a more serious note, 
was I was conscious going into the initial surgery. My head was bleeding yeah. out when the rupture happened. I was still in here. I was still conscious and with you. Going into surgery. Yes. I was conscious for all of it. Oh, I was I was see, going in and out of things. That's but, the nightmare. That's so the worst. So asking if I could die and being told I could. And then re- like as I'm being wheeled in and realizing I have to talk to my mom. And I just wanted to say to them, like, make sure Valentina doesn't end up somewhere with another dog. I, I, I had, I just had, I needed to tell somebody that. And they oh were telling God. me, you can't, you're not, we're not going to, you're not going to die. They were saying, we're not going to let that happen. I was like, could I die? Could, do people die in the surgery was the question. I was saying, do, and you're do phasing people die? In and out of, out of the I was completely awake at this point because I had done the CAT scan. They had had conversations with us. It wasn't bleeding very fast. There was time to have conversations. But like, meanwhile, I was separated from my family being prepped for the surgery. And when I finally started asking my own questions and we're going into it and I'm realizing I'm in an operating room and I'm realizing I'm being put on a table and I'm realizing I'm naked and I'm asking, could I die? Do people die from this? Do people die from this? And I finally had to grab somebody by the arm and can I die from this? And yeah, they yeah, said, give me a straight answer. yes, but we're not going to let that happen, honey. You got, and they start, they start keeping you positive and count backwards from eight. And I had this panic moment of, I just need to make sure that my dog doesn't end up with another dog. And I had a second dog at the property I was at at the time too. I had Valentina in my bedroom and another dog in a kitchen that I had just saved from from South Central because we had done a shoot that day for a TV show and there were fucking dogs everywhere. So I picked one up and I had it with me at the house and I had, I couldn't take him anywhere until the next day. So this aneurysm happened with that going on. So my urgency of needing to talk to somebody about that because I didn't bring that up at first. I thought I was just going to the hospital for a headache and not being able to have that and doing backwards from 10, 9, 8 and thinking I could, I could die right now. I, I, mean, I could die. Like I, wow. it was scary. And then what a moment when I came to, I remember how scary the moment was as calm. I remember I couldn't do anything about it. And that whole, everything flashes before you absolutely happened. Cause it was just like mom, dad, Valentina. Wow. They'll know what to do. They'll know what to do. Backwards from eight by eight you're asleep. And then you woke up and. You and were... I woke up and I guess I had been awake and communicating for 10 minutes. They tell me, but for me, I came to consciously with like. My mom and dad, my boss made an appearance, my best friend, a couple best friends. Because those were the oh. moments where they were like, we're going to see how, how much brain damage or not she has. So oh, wow. everyone was like, "Let's see, can she talk? And I was like, can I have some juice? Who's walking the dogs? Like, I just was like, the <laughs> dogs. Back, back to business. My throat. Apparently there's a thing breathing for me. So my throat was real scratchy. And my eyes were real puffy because I had my eyes taped closed because it's like a six-hour surgery. Like, they got to get up there. They got to just expel the stuff. They got to pull it out. Like, Oh, man. So that moment when you're sitting there and you're thinking the the countdown's starting, you're starting to go under, and you're like, this this could be the last time that I'm alive. Yeah. I absolutely had that. It was probably from the minute I was asking, could I die? And she was saying, we're not going to let that happen. And I just kind of tuned her out. I was looking at her. It was my anesthesiologist. What was her name? Pam, Patty, Patty, Pat, Pat, old lady, curly hair. She looks like she went to sleep with curlers in her hair every day and took it out. She was just, she reminded me of an aunt that I had. And she ended up being my anesthesiologist for, for four more surgeries. So it was like the second or the third one, she was like, look, you're a different person. I was like, yeah, I was dying in the first one. Like, yeah. she's like, yeah. you're such a, this is, and she would cry every time she was giving me my thing. Cause oh, like, we, she, I was just, you don't usually see young people in this position, apparently. Sure. Yeah. A lot of older people have strokes and all have these things. And I woke up and I'll never forget that scary feeling. Of like, I could die and it's going to happen again. I'm going to be there again. 
That's going to happen again one day. And I'm like morbid as hell because of that. Why the hell not go to a sex party? Exactly. And drink scotch. Yeah. Make out with a girl who apparently tastes like butterscotch. Go for it. That's what I said. That's what I'd be doing. I should have asked, can I get paid? I have a line on that show. (laughs) You deserve royalties for that I mean, but I had it. It's better this way. (laughs) And I'm not saying the name of the show or the network. We won't won't incriminate you too much. Oh, should we wrap it up? I mean. Hey, you're still here. I am, dude. Cheers to that. Love you, man. You too. (laughs) That was a great chat. Was thanks for hanging People out. People need to know about these things. Absolutely, aneurysm awareness. Just to throw a couple things out there. Yeah. God forbid anybody really want to learn something from that. You can avoid these going this far with the with the uh, rupture if you just scan your brain. Cat scans or MRIs. They look at different things. Cat scans will see bulges. MRIs will see very clearly if there's something there. They'll see exactly what's there. They're a little more clear of a picture. If you have headaches or high blood pressure or both, go and get it's. Check your brain. I had migraines all the time leading up to this. Three a month, debilitating. The kinds where I could just sleep it off, take a medication. By the next morning, it's over. But like from the moment it kicks in, that day is done. There's no, there's no, those were these things forming and giving Mm. me trouble. Um, And my high blood pressure. That that was, yes, that was. The doctors say, we can't say for sure if those headaches were associated, but I haven't had one since. And the only times I do is when I don't take my medicine and my veins start to get, my arteries start to get a little taut yeah. and the medication isn't loosening them and the blood's not flowing as quick. And I do feel a little pressure. Yeah. Um, so but pay, pay attention nothing. to those things. Yeah. And high blood pressure. Check yeah. your, you can go into Walgreens or any of these places and stick your little arm in the thing, push the button. Yeah. 120 over 80 is where you want it. I, without my medication, get up to like 160, 150. It's dangerous. That's dangerous. Mm. That's yeah. like putting the car in park and stepping on the gas yeah. with your arteries and your heart. and. Yeah. That too can damage pressure. your brain. It's too much. And that it's it wears you down. Yeah. It makes your arterial walls weak. Now you're getting bulges. Now it's rupturing in your leg, knee, heart, arm, head, neck, you know. These are can be avoided. Things. Yeah. So CAT scans. Oh, CAT scans are expensive. Yes, but if you have migraines or high blood pressure, it'll be covered by insurance. Yeah. Well, starting with check your blood pressure. And if you have migraines mm-hmm. and headaches constantly, yeah. then mm-hmm. if you've had head drama, if yeah. you've done drugs, if you smoke cigarettes. Yeah. All these things pertain and, and lead to artery issues. Yeah. And arteries are throughout your body. If you have weak, you're only as strong as your weakest link, right? If you're going to yeah. burst open somewhere, yeah. get ahead of that. Yeah. It can not, be fixed. Yeah. Just put a little tube in you, get to it. They put a stent. They can patch it up from the inside. It's like a fix-a-flat. <laughs> Truly. You're right. It's fix-a-flat. Oh, inside of your body. Yeah. Inside your arteries. That's what, I mean, that's ultimately what's how. How can we heal from within? So you, They don't cut through from the outside to get to things in your body these days. They go intravenously. Yeah, magic school bus style. Yeah, man. Dr. Wormhole. I wonder if that's on, like, any streaming platform. Because yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of the one where she's going, there's, like, the pl- blood platelets floating along yeah. with her. Yeah, we should watch it after this. I'm going to see if it's out there. All right. Well, thanks for this. Hey, thanks for letting chat. me talk to whoever listens to this. Hopefully Absolutely. they learned something. I've, I mean, it's been very informative. Hopefully. You've, got, you've had an incredible life. I, you guys, we've barely scratched the surface on the craziness that is my life. Well, let's but do it again next time I come back. Down. 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 See ya.